Hi there. I see that you made it over to the new tips and talk portion of the podcast. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. One huge mistake that I continue to see with handmade creators who are turning what's always been a hobby into a business. So they've decided to jump the fence, if you will, and monetize something that they make. Here's what happens when this mistake occurs. First off, very few sales start coming in at all. And that's the main reason they're doing it, right, is to sell something. And even if there are sales that are coming in, there's no traction that's getting established. You know what the dream is. You have somebody who's not a family or a friend start buying products from you. So you're validating that your products have a market, that people want them. But then you need traction. You need someone to buy again from you or tell someone else about you so that you can grow your business. And when this mistake occurs, that traction never happens. The other thing that is a situation with this big mistake is there's a lot of confusion around who you are as a business owner, what your product is. You've just not really set a stake in the ground, so there's not an opportunity or a potential for anybody to talk about you. So now that I have kept you in suspense for long enough, the huge mistake that I see is not claiming a core product to start out with. Kind of like being the woman of all trades (laughs) for everything. And to illustrate the point and to make it a little clearer, let's say you are an attendee at a craft show. Okay, so you're not exhibiting, but you're just going into a craft show and you're going around and you're looking at all these different booths. And you go from booth to booth and you go to one table and on that table are side full of candles and then there's a side that has knitted coasters maybe and then another side that has like watercolor designed greeting cards what does that business stand for what is it how would you describe that business the maker is the artist of all of it but what would you say it's too varied there are too many different products that they're representing So they're like a master of everything, but an expert at none. And this is a real problem with handmade creators, because let's face it, you know, if you are a creator, first off, you're a very special breed. Only half of the population has that creative edge to them. But then for you to go on and make products and then decide to sell, you're in a very unique group. But the problem is, what do you sell? You make so many things. You sew, you paint. The original theory would be, well, I'm going to do all of them because that way I've opened up my opportunities to more people. If people don't want the watercolor greeting cards, then maybe they'll want the handmade knitted coasters or then they may want the candles. So I'll have all of them. No, 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 no. This is the mistake. And it's a mistake. Why? It's a mistake because you are then representing yourself out to the community as an expert at none of them. So if you are thinking about monetizing a handmade product, please do not make this mistake. Please don't select all the products that you make and put them out on that table. 
let's go back to the craft show I was just telling you about. You looked at that one table and you saw all those products and maybe you bought something that was awesome. But then you go to the next table down and on the, at the next table down, there is a woman who is also the maker, but on her table are knitted baby booties and knitted winter scarves and mittens. And she has all different types of stitching. So there's all different types of applications that are included in all these products. Of course, different colors and all of that. What is her specialty and what is she an expert in? Obviously, knitted products. So she's starting to build a name for herself and to become known as somebody who is an expert with knitted products. And this is what you want to get to. You want to get to the point where people, when they say your name, they say, oh, yes, she makes the most beautiful baby booties. I bought some for one of my friends and she loved them. And I'm going back the next time there's a craft show because I saw a really cool hat that I love from her. And then you're able to go on and say who the name of the artist is and what the company is, etc. But much more difficult to go back to that first booth and recommend them because, oh yeah, it's the company that has, well, they have a bunch of different things. Um, watercolored cards, some crocheting, some whatever. See, there's no expertise there. So that is the biggest mistake. So if you're starting your business, it's against what you're feeling like you should do. I know, because you're thinking, I wanna offer everything. That's my most potential for sales. When really, the most potential you have for sales is if you niche down. We're all hearing the word niche now, right? That's like a key term that everyone talks about. Find your niche, niche down. It's a key word because that's exactly what you should be doing, is niching down. Because then you find the perfect customers who will buy your perfect product and you are recognized as the specialist. And when you do this, what will happen is you will be talked about. You'll gain traction because people who liked and bought what you had will come back to you. You'll get repeat customers and then you'll build your business. Now, does that mean long term that you're strapped in and all you could sell is knitted scarves? No. And let me give you an example. Sonia Paz, she's known for her artwork that has this theme of pop art. For years, this is all she did. Once she narrowed in, everything that she made was along the same thing. So not only was she an artist, but she had a certain style to her art. Now she sold coasters, water bottles, framed art, keychains. If you're out on the West Coast, you'll see her art in lots of the airports. As she grew and built her business, she was in business for years, then another love came about for her. And totally different, totally different realm than her art. That new love of hers was jalapeno peppers. And so now she has a whole line, it's called Sonia's Sweet and Spicy Jalapeno Peppers that she now also markets. So it's another brand of hers. And guess what's happened? Because she was such a specialist, so well-known, built a following around her pop art. She had a ready-made audience that many of them followed her into her new venture. So now she's doing two different things. 
her new venture of her sweet and spicy jalapeno peppers. Very delicious, by the way. (laughs) I just have to add that in. So always start with that core product as your business focus. Start with one thing, become the specialist and the expert and known about one thing, and then you can move forward from there. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl. And this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them, and they bring us both so much happiness. (laughs) 